Matchalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchalava. And today is Thursday, March 11th, 2021. And it has been it's been a busy day, honestly. I mean, there's been a ton of things going on. We had some releases this morning. We had some Supreme come out as well, and it's just been a busy busy day honestly so excited to kind of get into that and just talk about it a little bit and kind of some of my thoughts on some of the things I need to be working on and hopefully we can just go over that and and see what kind of things happen today but really what what the bigger thing today was was that we had a pretty big console restock on some of the uh, big box sites and stuff and I was able to do pretty well on those I, I got a few of those ready to roll so I'm gonna have to pick some of those up in the upcoming days ahead but it is a it was a pretty good time to be able to hit some of those still doing really really good resale value on specific ones so if you're paying attention to those sorts of things you can make some pretty decent profit and just super thankful and blessed to be able to get some of those today ended up getting a few so happy about that but that was really the bigger kind of restock that we had today really the biggest release we had was those consoles probably the most profitable as well and then after that really the next thing that kind of transpired was the nike overbreak collab with undercover and that was honestly something i really didn't look at very much because it's an ugly shoe i mean i'm not going to lie i don't like the shoe very much i think that it's kind of weird looking and i don't think that there's really there's not like anything appealing about it to me i just don't like the 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 look of it at all and so I'm not a big fan of the overbreaks, but they do have some resell appeal when they're done with a decent collab. And these undercovers had some small resell value. We're talking about around like 200 to 220. And I live in a state that doesn't do clothing tax. So I'm very fortunate because I don't get charged like whatever, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine percent tax on clothing. So a lot of my sneakers I buy from Nike are, are tax-free, which is awesome. So I ended up having some room for margin there to make some decent profit. And I didn't realize how plentiful this release would be. So I just kind of went for it on every device that I had. And I ended up getting three pairs of the white shoes. And then I think they were called like the Overcast. And then a pair of the black uh, React over or the black Overbreaks that they did with undercover as well so three pairs of the sales and then one pair of the black pair and I ended up actually selling three of them which I was super surprised by I mean because I was sitting there and I was watching after I entered the release and my PayPal account just started dinging like crazy which I, I had entered on a PayPal account on on a couple accounts and so it had went through with four purchases and I'm looking going, oh my gosh, like this is not good because usually when you get that many checkouts, it's like, okay, this is a flooded shoe. Like there's definitely not that much profit to be made on this, but I checked and resale prices actually held pretty decent. I mean, not crazy. We're not talking about like a university blue Jordan one resale price, right? I mean, that that's insane. Those are actually probably going to do like 10 X what these are going to do profit wise. But what, maybe not that much, but you get the point. I mean, these are going to do about 200 bucks. The retail price was about 160. So for me, no eBay fees, no t- sales tax uh, charged to me when I bought them from Nike because PA doesn't do sales tax on clothing. It was, I think I got them for like 160 and sold them for around 200 a pair. So we're looking at pretty decent profit, like 30 bucks a pair, which isn't bad for 
kind of a low-key shoe that really didn't matter that much. Nobody really thought was going to do that well. I mean, I probably made, I'm probably going to make over 100 bucks on this release after it's all said and done, and really not that much work put in. So really, really good release altogether, just because of it being such an easy shoe to get. The profit was obviously a lot lower, but when you're getting four pairs of the same shoe and able to flip it at 30 bucks a pair, you can end up making that $100 that you would have made on a single pair of shoes that's much more difficult to get. So I do sometimes really prefer those releases because you can it just take a little bit more time listing all the, the shoes and all the sizes and stuff. But really, I mean, you're still able to make the same amount of profit and you do have a higher chance of getting profit on the release when you have that much more of maybe either less demand or just a lot more stock, but it holds its resale value. So happy to see that. That was a decent release. We had a Supreme release today as well. That I heard was a mess. I honestly don't do much Supreme. I'll enter when there's like, I'll go for Supreme when we have stuff like the Dunks or we have like a North Face collab and stuff, or even like for the red, like metal chair that they did last year. That was cool. I ended up making really good profit on that. But honestly, Supreme's just kind of a bunch of bricks at this point to me. I mean, there's not really very high profit on them. I can't hit Supreme to save my life. Like I'm very bad at it. And it's the the site's just trash. I mean, it is the it is by far the worst site for me to ever try and get anything on, either manually or with a bot. It's just a mess. It it you have to you have to either have you really have to have one of the the premier bots that does supreme or you have to be the luckiest manual user of all time because i can't get through on that site to save my life it's just a complete mess and so that i've heard that it was a complete mess today i heard a lot of different stories about i I don't even know if you could check out on the site i think they screwed something up on the back end of their site so that nobody could check out so just a mess and and that's kind of to be expected with supreme they really do maybe the worst job at managing a site for it not being for it not completely just getting overloaded and completely smashed by bots. I mean, them, by far and away, they seem like the biggest and easiest, not the easiest site to bot, but the most difficult site to get manual other than maybe like a Foot Locker. I mean, I, I, again, I can't imagine somebody trying to buy something manually on Foot Locker either. So again, not very good sites for manual users, but Supreme especially. I, I've tried manual so many times on Supreme. Cannot touch it to save my life. So... That was another thing that happened today. I didn't go for it. It was a collab with Nike. They did some puffer jackets and some hoodies, as well as some other lower key items. And we'll see what ends up happening with those. I would imagine they'll probably have to release a lot of the stocks since not, I don't know if anybody checked out. I mean, I really don't. I heard that there was a, a whole problem even trying to get a checkup and process on the site because Supreme screwed something up. So that may have been the case. I'm not really sure. But that was really, I mean, Really, those were the three main things that happened today. The biggest one, obviously, being that console restock. I mean, that that was, for me, it was expected, but I didn't really know how hard to set up for it. I've never really done a release where I'm able to buy the way that they were released and doing in-store releases and stuff like that. I don't really do a ton of those because they're so difficult to get, but I ended up doing extremely well this morning compared to what I thought I would do. So happy to get those and then happy to get those over breaks coming in again i don't like the shoe but if it resell i'll sell it so happy to have that come in as well good news on the jordan one unc's good news bad news i guess they didn't ship all of my pairs they shipped all but one pair and i'm not sure what's going on with that pair i saw the charge drop from my credit card the other day i believe it dropped yesterday i just looked on there and didn't see a, a pending charge for it anymore and was kind of upset a little bit by that because that's good money and just to have that kind of disappear and foot, 
Foot Locker's reasoning was they ran out of stock, which it's kind of crazy because I know that they had stock left of the shoes that I was bought of, of those Jordan 1 UNCs way, way after I checked them out. So, like, that doesn't make much sense that they didn't have it in stock or if they were having issues shipping them out. I believe they probably oversold a ton and they just didn't know what to do and just sent out a bunch of emails saying that they were out of stock in some sizes and some pairs. But it is what it is. Not really a big deal. Still got way, way more pairs than I ever expected to get. So, kind of not going to be greedy with that and just kind of hope for the best and hope that the other two pairs that are supposed to come in actually do come in which I think they shipped so really really good deal with that and I got four or five of them in yesterday I think I have two more that were either delivered today or should be delivered sometime soon so happy about that too and then just trying to keep up with things I mean there's been it's just been busy and I think that's I think that's a lot of, of reselling I think that the biggest thing with reselling is the consistency because when you're not consistent, that's how you fall out of touch with what to resell and you fall out of touch with what your numbers are and you fall out of touch with the way that you list and the way that you sell well and what sorts of items sell well. I mean, the biggest thing for me that I, I, I just kind of realized is the more that I understand about an item, the better I, I, I can sell it. And which is weird because I'm not going door to door and trying to sell the item. And, and there's not really too much you need to sell an item on eBay. I mean, you don't need to have this deep, deep understanding of the item you can just list it up put with the you know google the specs of the item and put a, a title up there that's relevant to the item and sell it but for me i sell better when i understand the item because i i know how much of the item to buy i know how much to actually check out and and what my limits should be and i can understand the market a little bit better and why it's reacting the way that it is why the item is either spiked or or dipped in value on the resale market based on if I understand why it had value to begin with at all. Because not every item is value. I mean, go go look at any of the items around your house. Most of them don't have this inherently high resale value that if you list it on eBay, you'd sell it for three to 10X of what you actually bought it for. But there are items that have that and understanding the reasoning behind that is part of the equation for me in trying to sell an item. Because once I start to understand it, whether it's a, a massive fan base of a particular type of item, or maybe it is uh, the item was discontinued, or maybe it was canceled or whatever you want to put out there as a reason for the item not being available anymore or or not having enough supply compared to what the demand is that all plays into how we can resell it because it helps us understand better how many we should buy what types of of them we should buy or what color or what colorway or maybe how much to price them up at maybe everybody's selling their item at 100 bucks but you realize hey there's not that many left on ebay but there's a huge fan base for this maybe i should list mine at 200 bucks and it'll take maybe an extra day to sell but once all those hundred dollar people sell out i can sell mine at 200 bucks like those are the sorts of things that play into making more money with reselling and that's just something that i've been thinking about today is is how much better i resell when i actually understand the reasoning behind the item flipping because if i just go in a group and i see somebody post an item or i see somebody selling something on ebay or or put something on twitter or instagram like hey this is what's selling well and i don't do my due diligence to figure out why it's selling well i either a don't pay attention to the item and then i miss out on a ton like a ton of profit because i don't go for the item or two I, I don't buy enough of it and then i wish i'd bought more and once i start to understand in hindsight go well okay there was this this factor playing in maybe maybe people were really really um excited about this item and maybe it had a huge fan base and maybe they were discontinuing it or, or it was a limited edition that not too many people knew about like once you go back and you look at all those factors you go okay well of course it was going to sell well of course that that particular item i mean the one thing that we that I, that we bought up was a 
this was a pretty cool thing. One of the groups that I was in posted some stuff about like a limited edition Pokemon item that came out as one of 5,000. And you could check it out. It was in stock for like an hour. And I should have bought probably 10 to 15 of them because it just, you could cancel the pre-order, like no risk involved whatsoever, free returns, the whole nine yards, like yada, yada, yada. And the resell on the item, it was about 130 bucks to buy it. Resell ended up peaking at about 500. Reason I didn't buy it was because I didn't know what the resale value would be because there wasn't any listed on, on eBay because it was a brand new item. But just looking back at it in, in hindsight going, okay, Pokemon, this is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. It's the largest selling anime slash like fantasy land creation type thing in history. Okay, it's outsold Harry Potter, it's outsold Star Wars, it's outsold Yu-Gi-Oh, like anything that you would put up there against it. Lego, I don't even know if Lego counts, but it's it's outsold any of those things in respect to it being a like created world of characters that is sort of like a cartoon or an anime type of thing. So it's the highest grossing franchise of that nature. And and to me, that right there should have said it all. I mean, you have a whole freaking country in Japan that's that loves Pokemon. I mean, it originated there. If it's big here, it's definitely big there. And if they're only making 5,000 of these things, I mean, imagine how many Americans there are and how many Japanese people there are and how many people that are fans of all uh, of Pokemon. I mean, it, it just makes sense. It, it's a very, very, it, it's a very, very widespread thing. And so it, it would make sense that one of 5,000 would have a lot of value, especially the item that came out. You'd say, okay, well, this makes a lot of sense. I mean, this is an iconic item. It's serial numbered out of 5,000 and it makes sense to buy. So I should have thought a little bit more about that, but when you don't consider all the facts, that's when you end up making less profit. And that's not to say I didn't make good profit on the item. I mean, I sold it for a ton of money, but I could have made a lot more money if I had just thought it through and really tried to understand the market in a little bit of a deeper sense than I really put the, the effort forth to do when I bought the item originally. So, and, and obviously you have things play into that, the time that you have available to you and stuff. I mean, I saw it really quick, like stock and I just bought one and, and hope for the best. But if I really would have taken an extra 10 minutes, I really could have made, I mean, I probably could have made an extra few grand on it compared to, cause I would have bought more and they were selling for such a high margin. I mean, 130 bucks to $500. That's an amazing flip. And to be able to buy as many as you want for an hour until it ended up going out of stock, it's just crazy. So I'm excited to hopefully pay attention to more things similar to that, pay attention to the market for things like that, where you see an item, you just need to understand the resale, the, the reason it would resell and kind of put yourself in a buyer's perspective and put yourself in their shoes to understand why it would flip. That's kind of the thing that I need to do better because every time that I've done that, and there's been a select handful of cases where I've really been able to understand the market on something, I can go all in on an item going, okay, this makes sense. I can see that there will be a huge market for this. I can see that there is a lot of demand for this item, or maybe it's it's super short compared to the amount of people that will need it or want it, and I can definitely sell it for a lot of money. And then I go buy up a bunch of them, and in a week after, even sometimes days after, I and a bunch of people that would be in a reselling group with me or whatever buy them up, well, then you go and you look on eBay and the prices just dramatically spiked because there's there's it was kind of time for everybody to go, oh, this is available, I should buy this, or oh, I really want one of these, or I really, I really wanna get one of these, and everybody goes to look, and a lot of the stock's are already on eBay. So it's important to kind of think those things through, because that's what can make you the the big, that's what can get you a big haul in, in reselling. So 
just pay attention to that that sort of a thing. That's that's really what I am going to be looking at a little bit more as I kind of dive more into reselling. And I've already been doing it a lot, but there's just so much there's so much nuance with it where it kind of comes with time for some of it, and some of it comes with research. And so I'm gonna try and speed it up with some research and, and see where we can go. But with that being said, I am going to wrap up this episode. I have a meeting with my CPA, so I gotta get to that, and then. I will be hopefully done with that for 2021. So that being said, I'm going to go, but you guys have a great rest of your Thursday and I'll talk to you tomorrow on Friday with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.